Have you ever used dry shampoo? <laughs> Is that like just a powder? Yeah, I think so. It's like what people use on uh, on like international travel when they're like in the jungle and stuff. And this is for jungle use. It's strictly for jungle use. <laughs> you have to be in a you have to be in a jungle to use it. Cause yeah, yeah. I learned this the hard way. I was on the train. I was on the I was on the brown line. Yeah. Going north, and I. Your favorite direction to go. I, I'm always going north. Because uh, I feel like you should always strive for, like you should always like strive for the top. Right? Yeah, yeah. And when I say that, I mean the literal geographical top of the world. Top I would world, want yeah, to yeah. see the North Pole. You, you, and I, if, if I recall, feel like I'm making incremental progress. If I recall correctly, your goal is to get to the top of the world so you can shout, "Ha ha ha! I'm on top of the world." That's correct. Yeah. Look I, at all you below me. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, it would send a message to my haters. Uh, and to... And most those... of your haters live in the North Pole. That's true. Um, <laughs> you don't get along I recall, well with Santa's um, elves. when I had, in my youth, sent letters to Santa mm-hmm. asking for gifts. I actually received some correspondence back. Oh, really? And they were all letters telling me that my requests were too unrealistic. <laughs> now, I don't know if these were actual elves who wrote me back, but... Needless to say, I didn't appreciate it. So I feel like I'm kind of marching my way up there for like a, I want to speak to your manager kind yeah, of thing, yeah. right? Manager being uh, old Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amory, you've had more correspondence with the North Pole than anyone, and so I want you to help help us out with this next segment. Okay. Um, so this one's this going to be a little different. So this is called, this segment is called Santa's Den. It's a take okay. on Dragon's Den. Okay. So, you more than anyone know how hard it is to get that big fat man to read your freaking letter. Don't get me started. So, I have, as you can tell, I have a list. I have a list here of, uh, of letters mm-hmm. that were rejected from Santa. A list of letters? <laughs> so, list. you don't have the actual letters. I couldn't get the actual okay, letters. Yeah. So, I have a list of a few lines from a few <laughs> okay, letters. Okay. That may or may not have been written by me, uh, that were rejected to Santa. And I want you to help these boys and girls. Uh, I'm going to just yes, read these so letters, and, and you, you just give me a, a better version. Okay. One that the big man's going to like. More. Okay. Here's the first one Dear Coca Cola Man. Okay, okay. <laughs> now I'm going to let you finish, but I already have a few notes. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for waiting. Um, I miss my cat. It is not dead, but wink. Okay. Any hoots. <laughs> Could I get a big red fire truck? And that one's from Sandra. From Sandra? Yeah. Okay. I think right off the top. <laughs> uh, calling him Dear Coca Cola Man. I think would be my first little tweak there. <laughs> Santa did that in kind of a rough time. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was having some financial trouble. Yeah, and he had to sell out for like a little bit, and he's not happy about it. Right? So I feel like shoving that in his face right up top is um, 
it's a it's a little bit insensitive as well yeah. say to Sandra. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, the next the, the part that I think raises the most of my eyebrow. Um, what you have left of your eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Now you know my history with forest fires. And I'll get into that when the time is right. <laughs> now the next thing that I want to jump to mm-hmm. is when you say she's not dead, but wink. <laughs> now, when I read that, yeah. Any number of scenarios springs up in my mind. Yeah. Uh, is she lost? Was she given away? Yeah. Uh, has she lost affection for you? Mm-hmm. I think it might help to be a little clearer about what exactly it is that happened. Yeah, Sandra, if you could write us back. Well, I'm not quite done yet. Oh, sorry. Um, and then the third part of the yeah. letter seems to be the most direct request for a fire truck, which is fine. But it feels like the exposition that was provided has nothing to do. Yeah. These are just really minor notes. I mean, all in all, from the letter, I get the idea that she wants a fire truck, but I feel like the cat and the... I feel like that's just additional color. Yeah, see, when I read when I first read this, I was thinking, now, does Sandra want a real fire truck because right. the cat is stuck in a tree? Oh. But, and I thought that, I but then I'm thinking... Now, why is Sandra winking? Why is she going, this cat's in my tree? Wink. Not dead yet. Wink. You know? Uh-huh. Is she saying... And I might have believed function. that this child owns a tree. How do you normally eat your apples? Like, what's the method you use? Because what I, what I usually do yeah. is I, like, peel... Uh, I peel like a strip, a strip around the center. Yeah, with your teeth. Yeah, uh, and then I start peeling strips around the side, and then I bite into it once it's like shaved. Yeah. Because I feel like the peel is the worst part. The peel yeah. has no peel for me. <laughs> if you will. No peel. There's no peel peel. <laughs> but I wanted your thoughts. Well, see, I find the peel completely appealing. Uh, okay. It's, uh... You could even say it's deplorable. Is that a word? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only thing I thought. Uh, it was very deplorable of me to bring that up. And you just, like, bite right into your apples, or is it... Go straight in. Top down, baby. Now, when you say top down, do you mean with the little... So where, where the little stems stick yeah, out? Yeah, see, I like to... And you work down from there? See, I go... A lot of people go outside in. I go inside out... I go oh. core first, and then I eat my way out. Worm style. <laughs> I sh- buddy, I shrink myself down to worm size, uh-huh. and I just dig right through those apples. Mm-hmm. Now, now I feel like if we move on from this, we're just blasting right past <laughs> the fact that you have access to shrink ray technology. You know what? Not I'll to be wait. confused with my therapist, Raymond, but... Well, because you, you go to Shrink yes, Ray. Yes, uh, I go to a shrink <laughs> named Raymond. You go to Shrink Ray every Monday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I meant more that I go to my uh, religious <laughs> advisor named Raymond, who's Shrink Ray. Okay. <laughs> you think humans should have feedbacks? 
You know what? I, I do think it would make things easier. Because, like, I feel like I don't get enough votes. <laughs> if it's me yeah. talking, you know? If I'm talking as a person who has who has grain preferences. Yeah. Like, sometimes I want oats. And sometimes I want my uh, oat-eating experience to be hands-free. Now, see, Omri, you bring up a great point. Because you're going to be offered oats at a time when you're not... What do you, what do you just carry a bowl around with you? Of course not. You got a space for that, you know that. No, I don't have a spoon or a fork. When I'm on vacation with my family. Yeah. Someone stops me in the street and holds a palm full of oats yeah. out under my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I feel like I have to be the civilized one and pull out a spoon yeah, and, yeah. and a bowl and some milk. Well, what's crazy is that they get offended. Every time you're offered oats, they get offended if you just eat it right out of their hand. And it's like, oh, you're getting too familiar with me. Yeah. I don't know you that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm still your boss. As look. <laughs> look. And I, all I'm saying is, it's my summer bonus. Yeah. I'll do with mm-hmm. it what I want. Do I... Do I think that everyone should be out there... Slurping up oats from someone else's palm? No. Of course no. not. But on the occasions when I can't find a spoon, mm-hmm. and your hand's just there, yeah. and I gotta be somewhere quick, <laughs> and you know I've got held up before mm-hmm. by an honestly astonishing number of grain-related emergencies. I still cannot believe Guinness Book of World Records will not accept your calls. They say the category's too niche. And I can't live down that guy with the long nails always cackling at me, because yeah, I can't yeah. get into that book. Uh, I mean, that guy, right? he, he freaking, he's, he's scratched it out right out from under you. Well, it's because you spend 20 years growing out your nails, right? Well, see, that's, that's just waiting. <laughs> Anybody can do that. What are you doing? You're running around. I crashed into a grain silo once. Yeah. I uh, uh, got caught in the blades of a wheat thresher. That's too. Famously. Um, I accidentally tried to make oatmeal in a can <laughs> in the microwave, and it blew up. Yeah, that one did not go well. And maybe the most... The one that still gets to me sometimes. Yes, I was baked into a loaf of bread once. <laughs> okay, I, I'm i still unclear about how it happened. <laughs> well, but in your defense... I remember walking into a bakery, and next thing I knew, I was coming out in a loaf of pumpernickel. <laughs> now, I could be wrong. I'm, I could be confusing this that with a different time, but was was that the time that... You were having trouble with your wife, and she sent you out and said, don't come back until you're the bread maker I deserve. Now, that was a different time. Um, Because, as you'll recall, after the wheat thresher incident, I was dinged up so bad my wife wouldn't take me back. Yeah. Because she wanted a man who wasn't shredded. (laughs) 
And you looked at her and you said, Baby, I'm shredded wheat now. That's right. And I think it's insulting that, you know, women these days are talking about how much they love men who are ripped. Mm -hmm. And here you are, a man who's completely shredded. And now these ladies, they're they're passing you by. Look, do I sometimes miss the comfort of being part of a loaf of bread? Sure. They give me a sense of inner unity and wholesomeness that I couldn't find otherwise, that I couldn't access otherwise. Yes. But I don't want to use it as a crutch. Yeah. You know, because it's so easy to go through life just baked into a loaf of pumpernickel. You know, everywhere you go, people just want to shake your hand. People passing you in the street will wink and doff their caps. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a good point, but I think you need to remember that there are also downsides. I mean, you were buttered on a number of occasions. I won't hear any part of this. Okay, yes, we did go to a potluck once and people thought I was the dish. Yes, someone tried to put me in an oven once. But it's things like that that build character, you know? Yeah. But it's like I'm disappointed that I can't access that on my own. Yeah. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to have my own inner sense of pumpernickel, but hey, things are just going sour, though. Hey, you know what I mean? Pumpernickel for your thoughts? Pumpernickel? I barely know her nickel, huh? <laughs> I do miss the loaf life sometimes. You mean the reality TV spinoff of yeah, your the, life the, as a Yeah, mm-hmm. It did get made into a reality series. Yeah. There were times they made me do things for the camera that maybe I wasn't entirely comfortable with. <laughs> but, you know, I was just chasing that fame. Yeah. New segment. Loaf life or roll life? I know you were a loaf of bread, <laughs> but did you ever wonder, what would it be like if I was a dinner roll? I've had this thought a lot of times. Like if I were baked into a dinner roll. And I'm bite-sized, easy to handle. Yeah. You wouldn't need to have a personality, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you're just automatically the top of the, the, top of the town. And it's like, sh yeah, sure. <laughs> Do they get a lot of attention? Yeah, they get a lot of attention. I get a lot of attention. There was that Super Bowl commercial a couple of years ago where there was a there was a kid who found a bag of dinner rolls in his grandfather clock. Now this isn't something I'm making up. But they got a prime time spot, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, anytime I tried to take out an ad, it was always on a billboard somewhere, like in the lobby of of your local dentist. But it wasn't anything like... Nothing to write home about, you know? Can we just, can we just move on? I, <laughs> yeah, I'm, so sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up. But, uh... I'm sorry to bring down the mood, you guys. Uh, well, you know, it's a good thing you did. Uh, it brings us to the next segment. 
death or life? <laughs> Big questions. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't get to this one sooner. <laughs>